0: I keep hearing things. She's not making any sense.
1: I just want to end it
0: all. He's talking about suicide. I I don't don't know what what to do. do.
1: If you're in a
2: mental health crisis, call 988. It's Virginia's new, easy-to-remember number for connection to a trained crisis worker. You'll get the help you need to overcome emotional distress, substance use crisis, or thoughts of suicide anytime, 24-7. For
0: de-escalating, for support services, call 988. Virginia is here to help. Boss is here! Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family. With more than 40 years of service to military families, Tricare Prime benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com.
1: Did you know that the ABV Podcast is sponsored by Presonus Audio Electronics? They're a global pro audio company headquartered right here in Baton Rouge, and they've been making pro audio hardware and software for a long time. I've been using Presonus gear since I started my first podcast back in 2011, and as a former employee of the company, I'm super excited to have these guys on board. And thanks to these shiny new mics they let us use, well, they're a big part of why we suddenly sound so damn good. PreSonus' deal is that they leverage all of their 25 years of professional recording studio manufacturing experience to make industry-standard pro audio tech available to both seasoned professionals and first-time hobbyists at a price that won't require you to sell your homebrew gear or list your doghouse on Airbnb. So check out PreSonus.com. They've got Bluetooth speakers, microphones, headphones, audio interfaces, and a whole lot more. Doesn't matter if you're a musician, live streamer, podcaster, DJ, or whatever, PreSonus has something for you. Even if you're not all that creative and just like to listen to any of the above and have it sound as good as possible. They're here for you, wherever sound takes you. Conceived from a passion for craft beer and founded on the principles that everyone should have access to the market, Pelican Craft Brands founder Chris Pennegie rented a warehouse, bought a truck, and started selling craft beer. He put it all on the line for the little guy and to bring quality 100% American craft beer to the greater Baton Rouge area. And that's why I wanted to partner with Chris Pennegie and Pelican Craft Brands as a sponsor for my podcast. For more information on their portfolio, go online and visit PelicanCraftBrands.com. Are you a fan of 80s and 90s pop culture and also like to collect cool glassware? Then you should check out my buddy Cliff Decatur's online store, HopsInTheHollows.com. Featuring artwork from movies such as Friday, Trading Spaces, and even video game artwork from Mike Tyson's Punch-Out!, and also characters inspired by the Garbage Pail Kids. He's got you covered. Whatever your glassware needs, he can take care of it. Check out his online store at hopsinthehollows.com. When you're craving tacos, there's only one place that can take care of your needs, and that's Government Taco, located on 5621 Government Street right here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Happy Hour specials Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. until 7 p.m., and on Thursdays, it's Happy Hour all day long. That's right, from open to closed, you can enjoy happy hour drink specials and happy hour bar snacks as well. Government Taco, where the right of the people to possess and enjoy tacos shall not be infringed. Craft beer, cocktails, wine, and spirits. We love drinking them and love talking about them too. And we do both right here on the ABV Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the ABV Podcast. I am Chuck P. Glad to have you joining us for this new episode. As always, a big thanks to our sponsors for the show, Presonus Audio Electronics, our title sponsor, Pelican Craft Brands, Athlon Insurance, Hops in the Hollows, Cafecito Coffee Roasters, and Government Taco. For this episode, I'm doing something a little different. I'm pulling segments from a radio show that I produce and co-host weekdays, 4 to 6 p.m. on Talk 107.3 here in Baton Rouge, and that is the Jay Cody Show. Now, all of you are familiar with Jay De Cody. listening to the podcast. He's been on here a few times with me. And for Louisiana Craft Beer Week a couple of weeks ago, we featured different breweries from around the state here on the show. And on our final day of covering Louisiana Craft Beer Week, our guest for that show was Kerry Cox with the Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild. And I've been trying to get Kerry on the podcast for a while, but Kerry is a busy man, so I was happy just to get him on to Jay's show and have him sit down and talk to us about what has been going on with the craft beer industry here in Louisiana. So, without further ado, I present to you our segment from the Jay Dakota Show featuring Kerry Cokes from the Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild.
0: Continuing right here on Talk 1073 is Louisiana Craft Beer Week coverage, and Chuck, you and I... Uh... We've been drinking a lot of beer this week. We have. Let's talk about. Well, let's let's introduce our guest first. Yes, let's from the Louisiana guests. Craft Brewers Guild, Kerry Koch's in studio. What's up, Kerry?
2: Hey, how are you? Doing I'm, well, uh, bud. You know what? A busy, busy week. Yeah. Uh, on top of everything else going on, let's talk craft beer and uh, and
0: drinking more Louisiana-made products. You uh you want to you want to drink some beer? I- I'm I'm always ready. To,
2: a, it is a, a good part of my job.
0: All right, Chuck. Let's talk about uh, this DDH Vice Versa from Port Orleans uh, first, and then we'll let Carrie pick the next one.
1: Yeah. So this uh, just came out recently, and if you had the their Vice Versa, the regular uh, IPA that they make, it is delicious. We had a chance to have this when we podcasted over there for the ABV podcast, and it was delicious. So now they're out with a DDH version, six point seven percent. And it's uh, it's double dry hopped, actually, and it is delicious. Really, really good. Lots of, uh, lots of those fruity citrus notes that you get from, mm-hmm. from the citra hops and stuff. But, man, this is a killer. I love the Vice Versa. I had a bunch of these in my fridge and drank a lot of them. So this one, yeah. I'm glad when, Brian brought us one.
0: When we did your podcast over there at uh, Port Orleans, they loaded us up with a good <sighs> bit of the Vice Versa. and I uh, We each I- walked out of there with two flats. Yeah, <laughs> beer. Yeah, and I think we each had one full case, one full yeah. yeah. flat of the vice versa, and then yeah. like uh, some mixed four, uh, mixed six packs of the 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 Kolsch and the Riverfront Lager. And, yeah, uh, the other stuff, but yeah, we, yeah, uh,
2: I'm I'm happy to see uh, Port Orleans really. Um, I feel like they really stepped up their game lately, mm-hmm. and uh, you know you can see the consumers really turn out mm-hmm. um, releases, and you know once once you get that itch. Uh, you want to go back and get those Seekers out there. So I'm I'm really uh, proud of of one of our guild members, Port Orleans, really stepping up. Um, I know they've had some recent damage, but uh, we're resilient. um, And so we're we're rebuilding, coming back, and and they're back open, and, and we're happy for that.
1: Yeah.
0: Carrie, I know there's a big event uh, in Lake Charles this weekend with uh, with our good friends from Crying Eagle Brewing, but it seems like most of the breweries in Louisiana are participating in that in, in one way or another, and it's a lot of Hurricane Ida relief. Uh, what's going on in Lake Charles this weekend?
2: Yeah, so uh, Eric Avery over at Crying Eagle has uh, always done a great stand-up job uh, representing uh, the brewing industry. Um, you know, he's gone through a transition, went from a manufacturing distribution, now he's transferred to a microbrewery with his beer for sale only at retail. So it gives him a unique ability to now partner with other breweries, which he had previous relationships with competing in the market and, and working with them. So um, actually his 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 path has been a little a little different than most, where he started a little bit bigger in distribution and then came back um, to a micro. So it's a it's a unique position for him to have those good relationships with the breweries. Has been in the guild for ever since he was in planning, and, and now he's able to bring in the other beers and really showcase. Um, but it's interesting. He really he really showcases uh, his beers throughout the the year. Obviously, he's going to brew what he does, um, and, and in this week, he has done different feature specials throughout the week, releasing uh, one off. Uh, brands just for this week, and then also tomorrow's going to kind of be the, the end of the week, and he's going to have, I believe, uh, 10 or so different beers on tap, um, plus his whole uh, panoply of what he does. So it's going to be a good event. A lot of people are coming out, um, and, you know, we wanted to make the Ida relief. We usually do our craft beer week historically. has been the last week of September, and just with everything going on with how hard the, the South uh, East was hit, uh, we thought it was appropriate to kind of manage that and not just uh, piggyback off the back of the hurricane, but also um, join in in what are our, our, we normally do. So we're we're happy to help. Um, we're going to have a we've got a, a bunch of different uh, groups that are going to see that money that's going to come in, and, and each brewery has done their own little take on it, whether it's one off to the Red Cross or whatever that. So we encourage uh, people to go out and see what their local is doing and join in, uh, drink some beer, and and donate to the relief. So we're excited. I think it's going to be a good turnout.
0: Carrie Koch joining us the Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild representing uh, the what 40 plus breweries in the state right yeah, now
2: Yeah, we we have uh, actually there's about 48 permits out, right? 48 now. permits um, out.
0: We're, we're approaching 50, Chuck. dude, look
1: out. Yep. Will we talk who uh, we're talking with Morgan at uh, Restaurant 70, 1796 last yep. night and he said something about uh a brewery coming to St. Francisville. There, there, there's one in
0: the works in St. Francisville. That's about all I could say. Yeah, that's all we. That's, know. that's all he told us. Yeah. He-
2: <laughs> yeah, we do have a brewery in planning. Who's uh, who's who's uh, headed for St. Francisville? Been a, been a while uh, in planning, but uh, there's there's it's never easy. Yeah, um, the path these guys take, it's never a, uh, uh, it's not as easy as everyone thinks. No. and then no one's sitting on a pot of gold. So it's it is a it is a tough business to get into and then stay in as well. So
0: let me uh, let me crack open a beer real yep. quick and then we'll there continue you. that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Cracking open a good one there, too, Jay. Let me tell you yeah. about that beer right there. All here. right, so this is Juice Run, a double IPA from Gilla Brewing Company, 8.7%.
1: This beer has been compared to high-end beers that's traded around the, around the nation from Monkish, yeah. from Trillium. Like, this beer is real deal. Pro- it, definitely the best beer that Gilla has come out with. And they normally really? come out with some really great beers, hmm. but this one is, is money.
0: The beer is called Juice Run, and it's a it's a white bronco, bronco on it. Yeah, it's perfect. It's, I, I it's, think this is a cliff label. It's genius, but it's also, uh, well, good for good for Gillis. That's that's what they yeah. do. That's what they do. Are they, Are they contentious?
2: Are they contentious? I don't
0: know. Gonzalez, Louisiana. <laughs> uh, Kerry Coke joining us here, and and. Carrie, you mentioned that it's, it's a tough industry to get started in obviously there's a lot of there's a lot to it mm-hmm. just you know getting all the equipment and brewing and all sorts of supply chain issues right now and equipment issues i mean sure. like you know the last, covid hasn't made anything easier on anybody in any in industry uh, for the most part but um but, but also one of the things that you guys do as a brewers guild is really try to make it uh, a better business climate for our small brewers that are already up and running, but also the small brewers the, it, it, that are aspirational to get open. Right. What are some of those issues that you're looking at and, and, and trying to tackle right now?
2: Yeah, I mean, we want to make the most business-friendly environment we can. Um, I think if you if you if you look at the laws and rules and regs, I, I think you would you would say we're we're pretty pretty fair as across the nation. But as you look at the business antics here in Louisiana, you're going to hit some roadblocks that you, you may not hit in other places. We we um, do a lot of, do a lot of work uh, trying to educate policymakers, legislators, decision makers from the state to the local levels. Um, it's not an easy conversation. Louisiana's behind the curve, no shock there. Um, beer, we're late to everything. We're late to the party, <laughs> uh, but we're partying. So we want to make sure we're, we're partying with Louisiana-made products, which we are We are very uh, fortunate to have a lot of other products outside of beer that we really stand on and promote across the world um, as we travel. And so we hope that we continue to work to educate and promote what we do here as a brewing industry so that they can start becoming a part of the fabric as you talk about the Tabascos yeah. and the Zaps and all the great products that we do such a great job of promoting. We're starting to finally be um, seated at the table as a real industry to promote tourism, economic development, local, uh, you know, all the benefactors that that do the local gatherings to the nonprofits, the church groups, all the different groups that we um, kind of span out to to really help. Um, I think people are trying, finally catching on. It's just gonna, it's just taking longer here. Um, so I, I would say that the growth that you've seen in other states, we're, we're five to ten years behind that. So we're still not at our peak. Where you've seen other places where they're they're really declining in the hundreds of breweries they have are really hitting a, a low point. Where, yeah. where we're we're still we're still climbing. We're still reaching. We're not going backwards yet. But we are we are still on the on the on the curve going up. So I'm hopeful that we we keep along with with Jay and, and groups like this, Charles, that that we can continue to get the word out there that that this is something unique yeah. to Louisiana. You're not going to find another Gila-made beer. Our water is special. We, we you know the same mixture mixed in Arizona is here. The same recipe is going to taste totally different because we've got the goods. We've got the goods here. Our ground is better. Yes. Um. And and so. We, we hope that we can continue to push that and, and that we can really um, continue to grow and attract people. We want, we want, to, we want to be business attractants here. We, want, we don't want people to look at the state and be like, oh, I've, I've heard the stories. We want to continue to, to make better policy changes and make mm-hmm. updates that, that are old. We've got antiquated systems and laws and, and things on the book that we just need to take a look at. We need to take a hard look at. So we, we continue to, to push that. So,
1: Aplon Insurance here in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, is committed to letting you live your life your way. They have access to many different carriers of home, auto, and life insurance and are prepared to find the plan that meets your expectations and the needs of your family. For more information, you can visit them online at athloninsurance.com or you can give them a call at 225 366 7530 and let Dwayne Moran and his trained staff take care of your needs at Athlon Insurance. Cafecito Coffee Roasters work with farmers and importers to carefully select unique coffees from some of the top forms and co-ops in the world. They roast daily on a small batch roaster that gives them the freedom to manually control all stages of the roasting process. To learn more about their coffees and subscribe to their coffee subscription service, visit them online at cafecito.com. That's C-A-F-E-C-I-T-E-A-U-X.com. Cafecito Coffee Roasters.
0: Carrie Koch from the Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild joining us in studio. Louisiana Craft Brewers are, uh, are 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 multiplying out there. It seems like a decade ago there were what, seven, ten, That's about uh, right. like like when when Chuck and I really started working with with Tin Roof and Parish and and Bayou Tesh, I guess uh, twelve and twelve. No, tw- there 12. were twelve in twenty twelve. And 2012. There you 12. go. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds about right. So like we we started 2010, 2011 working with these guys. It yeah. like there were seven, ten, something like that. Yeah. Um. So to to be at almost fifty now, mm-hmm. as, as far as permits that are being applied for yeah. and out there, um, maybe not quite fifty that are operational just yet, but yeah. there's there's more in the works. Uh, it does seem like that's that is pretty good growth. And I know per capita, we are still behind a lot yeah. of other states. Yeah. Um. But it's also not all about the number of breweries. It's a lot about the quality of beer that they're putting out. Yep. And, uh, and, and we're starting to see even, you know, gold and silver medals from the Great American Beer oh, Festival yeah. in Denver come back to the state of Louisiana. Yep. And, and, and I think there's some breweries in this state that are really uh, making some waves in the, in the, in the kind of the, the underground craft beer yeah. market around the country.
2: Yeah, and I think Louisiana holds the – our food is held in high esteem, you know, you're know, you not going to see a bad restaurant in town. Mm-hmm. It's, it's run out of town the, yeah. the, the, the se- don't last second week it's open. Yeah. Um, same way with the beer. Um, it's a highly competitive market, and if the beer's not good, uh, the, the brewers will, will hear from their consumers. Uh, we've got a, a good, solid Louisiana consumer groups that'll speak their mind, and I think uh, you're seeing that in the, in the way that the, the consumer's choice is changing, and that gives the, the brewers the ability to get the feedback, and they can correct it, unlike some of the bigger ships, uh, you know, you're not going to change the way that the big the big breweries can do things, but yeah. the way that the new the new 21st century brewery is, they get the feedback, they will switch it, they'll change it up, they'll they'll name it after the person who made the comment, and then you have that kind of uh, piece of history that says, yeah. Hey, look, we heard you, we listened, we fixed it. Did it was it right? And so I do think the brewers like some honest feedback. It may hurt them a little bit, but uh, at the end of the day, consumers are choosing. And if, if they have a bad experience, we want to make that right. And I think the brewers do a great job in the state of listening to the people, hearing what they say, and then fixing the issue. Um, you, you've probably seen online, you know, maybe they got a flat four, a flat pack or something, you know, maybe yeah. it wasn't carbonated right or something wasn't off. It didn't taste like last week. The brewery reach out personally to that person and say, hey, look, come by the brewery. You get a free six-pack and we'll treat you to a couple beers and maybe a, a, yeah. a, a lunch to go. So, I mean, I think that is the type of atmosphere you're, you're seeing. That's the really environment that, that we try to establish and um you're right that we're, we're still last um per capita and um but you know we do have a lot of volume going out um we're, volume we're ranked right in the middle right on 26 27 about the amount of beer we're producing mm. so there's a different 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 uh you yeah. know statistics show different things we'd like to see you know double the amount of capita just per per, per brewery but um you know th- we can't win them all um yeah. but but that is a big stat that that lingers pretty hard in the minds of, of why we wouldn't come here Well that. They don't really. They don't have a lot of them. Or it's the vice versa. Hey, they don't have a lot of them. Let's go there and change that. So it's it's you know two sides of every coin. So um, yeah, we want to see that statistic continue to rise. We're still trending up, but. yeah, thank thank God for Mississippi. You know, we can we can be
1: uh, not well we're still last, but it, it's <laughs> yeah. in sight. So, uh,
0: but, but it's in sight. Yeah, that's right. yeah, that's yeah. right. You yeah. right. right.
1: pass that's that, right. that mark. That's
0: right. Kerry uh, Coke from the Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild joining us. Obviously, that that production number. Uh, boosted a lot by Abita, uh, and, and they're kind of our, our legacy brewer. Yeah. Are they, they members of the Guild? Do they, they participate they with They are. They're the
2: longstanding member, one of the founders, David Blossman, of the Good. Guild, actually. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he, he took it upon himself to, to be a prime member. He's a board member. Um, love working with David, and he is, uh, you know, very accessible to the smaller breweries who come in and kind of are, are full of uh, energy, and he, he really uh, helps them out. I know that he's coached a lot of them along the way, and he always brings uh, just a, a – his own perspective, because no yeah. one really has that, you know, thirty-four years of experience in the industry, and and a lot has happened along the way where he's been able to weather storms and and you know natural disasters and actually business storms. Yeah. So he's been able to really see the success of the of the model work. Um, but again, the the model from those first twelve you were talking about those those breweries starting today probably wouldn't choose the model that they have built today just right. because the industry's changed, and mm-hmm. it's so nimble and so uh, fast-changing that you, you really can't stay still or stagnant in this. So um, some of those larger manufacturers are in. They've gotten some um, some great relationships with distributors, and they're really set in their ways, and it's great because you're seeing that those brands everywhere. But the newer brewer, you know, you're seeing a lot more microbreweries that are staying local, um, only brewing beers in-house and, and kind of trying to work within the new kind of realm of what, what a Louisiana brewery looks like and, and how do you capitalize on the beer tourism and maybe mm-hmm. it's not the full production you're going for, but you're still doing great within your means. So yeah. um you know, slow and steady wins the race, you know, build to where you're at, build to your consumer base. I wouldn't say go out and buy a big fifteen barrel system to start. Uh you might you might have some, some empty tanks for a while. But um as you as you build out your your business, you grow and hopefully you, you get to a point where um, distribution's an option, and you can really grow from there. So, yeah.
0: so a lot of these newer Baton Rouge area brewers, uh, Cypress Coast that's in the parking lot with Government Taco, La Chienne out in Denham Springs, mm-hmm. uh, Struma and St. Gabriel, that, they're all operating under uh, that, that sort of microbrewery permit, yeah. yeah. right, where they're not distributing. I, th- I think is still a dis- uh, distributing brewery, okay. but they're not really... Heavy into
2: distribution, their their yeah. their goal is on site, um, yeah. on premise consumption. So I mean, yeah, you're seeing, uh, and the push has always been. The, I mean, the tap room, you get the people in. You know them you get to know them you get your regulars you get a good people a seekers coming to the brewery spending the whole day having events festivals things like that so that's the goal yeah. um, for for those type breweries but then the other hand you know you've got distribution all over the state all over you know outside the lines you yep. know so I mean it's just different different business models um, really help out different different breweries so we're we're excited to see the breweries that distribute going outside the state covering the south southeast coast for sure i mean i'm over in Florida seeing Tons of uh, Parish, obviously Abita. Yep. They're, they're, they're really expanding their reach for those that have that capacity. So we're, I'm excited to see brands show up uh, front shelf even in some of these other states.
0: So Nice. Very good. Kerry Coke from the Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild. Have a good rest of your Louisiana Craft Beer Week and yep. uh, keep up uh, the good work fighting uh, the fight for Louisiana's brewers.
2: Thank you.
1: And there you go, our segment from the Jay Cody Show featuring Kerry Cokes with the Louisiana Craft Brewers Guild. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I had a great time talking with Carrie and I know Jay did as well. It's good to have his perspective to talk about that side of uh, craft breweries here in Louisiana and what they are doing with the Guild to try to make these regulations and things better for craft breweries here in Louisiana. Once again, a shout-out to our sponsors for the ABV podcast. Our title sponsor of the podcast, Presonus Audio Electronics, Pelican Craft Brands, cafecito coffee roasters athlon insurance government taco and hops in the hollows don't forget when you're ordering your glassware from hops in the hollows use the promo code abv at checkout for 10 off of your order until next time i am chuck p this has been the abv podcast cheers